It's your dream. It's your home. It's your custom home. The Custom Made Easy Podcast. And here's your host, Patrick Quinn. It is episode number nine of the Custom Made Easy Podcast. Sitting here with the CEO of Home Source Custom Homes, where they sell custom for less. Uh, it's Joe Courtney. And Joe, we teased in episode eight that we were going to talk about two women's styles. Yeah, Claire it's, and Maggie. The women-centric podcast goes to Claire and Maggie. And I'm looking at the pamphlet here. Right off the bat, I see Claire. And Claire has a very elegant home. It's almost Victorian-esque in the inside. Yep. Not on the outside, but Claire, she views her home as a showcase. She does. What do you like, mean by that? You heard the saying, keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, yeah. Like, this is her, so it, it's it got to look just beautiful, immaculate. I guess is the best way to describe it, so high-end finishes everywhere. She's really trying to press her, whoever comes in the house. Her house style is formal, okay, but her work-life balance, she works just as hard at work as she does at home. She's always changing things, making them better. Form over function. So not not that she would buy a microwave that looks cool, that doesn't work, but she don't really care if it works as long as it looks cool. Yeah, I see. If that makes sense. Totally. Uh, the, the aesthetics that has aesthetics, to look. Right. And she's not really like one that wants to be different from everybody, but she definitely wants to be high class and uh, everybody, she wants to show off her home. We're talking gourmet kitchen here. Big time. Big entertainer, too. Like, she really loves having parties and people coming over and hanging out. So she's also going to need a huge open space. Would you say that the majority of homes that are in this Claire style, they have pools? Yes. Because they like to entertain? Right. Indoor, outdoor entertainment. So it all you want to try to uh, combine all that together so that she can have her... Big old party. So yeah. she has a gourmet kitchen. I'm guessing she has a great-looking grill, uh, bar, wet bar area outside Out, yeah. as well. Outdoor kitchen, yeah. Uh, just anything to impress everybody. And so I know we talked about Elise a little bit in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. She's also an entertainer, but mostly family. Now, Claire is her workmates. It could be her neighbors. It could be friends and family. She don't care. She just wants to entertain and she wants to impress everybody as she does it. The decor, the the architectural details. They got columns. I'm seeing an arched opening. I'm seeing an arched opening to the to the backyard as well. Yeah. Uh, she's got large moldings, stepped ceilings. Yeah, you'll see a lot of uh, tray ceilings and like double tray, triple tray ceilings with crown in it. Yeah, just lots of crown mold, like three three piece crown mold, four piece crown mold. Just you don't any, see anything. crown molding as much anymore. You don't like uh, in the entertaining area, the open area room. You might see like a one one piece crown. Mm-hmm. Most people do. Yeah, <laughs> not Claire. She, she's going to do three four piece crown. So, I, I guess what we mean by that is four pieces of trim to make up one detail of crown. So there's a lot of detail in it. And also, like, the ceilings would never be flat. They would have, you know, like, beams in the ceiling or tray ceiling with crown and, and lights radiating up. You know, that, and that's, so she's also very sophisticated, quality-driven, very detail-oriented. My wife's a Claire. So once I figured out all this thing, things about Claire and that my wife was Claire, I'm like, no wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's it's weird because, like, my wife, uh, she's always changing furniture, always. 
Oh, you like, do? What, what's wrong with the furniture? Nothing. I'm just tired of it. So is she like a big feng shui person? Is that what you're saying? Not really. Just new. Always doing something. Kind of like uh, like she works just as hard at home as she does at work. So is your wife buying new furniture all oh, the yeah. time? Oh, yeah. So you got a new decor every other Pretty year. Pretty much. New paint colors, new trim, new pictures, new furniture. Uh, the flooring has stayed, luckily. Yeah. You know, but that, that can be a little pricey. All, all kinds of changes every year. And uh, she really gets into the holidays, too. So she's got decorations for everything, too. And, and for Claire, that's, you know, people comment when they come in, oh, I really love your, your Halloween decor. You know, that's something that makes Claire feel good, you know. When, well, and what's Claire's bedroom and bathroom, master bathroom, look like? Pretty high end. So pretty much go to the most expensive stuff in the store, and that's what Claire wants. So high-end wood furniture, big bed, yep. great-looking uh, mattress, and um, duvet cover, pillows are real nice. Right, yep. Real Any, elegant. Elegant, yeah, that's good work. Uh, and from a guy point of view, what about the landscaping? How important is that to that home? It's every detail about the home with Claire is important. You know, so outside, she's still trying to impress people as they come in. They end up with a beautiful home, and uh, and really, like, the Claire's, there's nobody that really wouldn't like the home, I guess. Like, I guess some people don't like the uh, formal look, maybe, but other than that, I mean, it's immaculate. Now, is your home a formal look? Pretty much. Yeah? Yeah. And you don't mind that? I don't care. You're a very informal guy. I'm pretty easygoing. Yeah. I could be a Maggie, which, which, <laughs> yeah. which we'll, we'll get into with yeah, the next you could personality. Be. But uh, I'm pretty easy going. But so. your wife, though, is a Claire. Right. She's so definitely a Claire. 100%. When you think of these homes, though, because it's women-centric, you know, women are, their home is their sanctuary. It's very important, every little aspect to them. Yeah, I think that's the most forgotten thing. Like the woman's stamp on a house and how they live in the house. No, Nobody thinks about that. You know, if you think about all these builders out there, they're trying to get three bedrooms, a living room, and just the things you need in a home. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily how somebody would live in a home. Well, I see there's two bedrooms on the first floor. Which one are you looking at here? Um, Let's I'm see. looking at the, uh, the, the 2,200 square foot okay. home. Is this a one floor or two floor? It is uh, one floor. Okay. So what I see when you first walk in... Is you've got suite number two right off the front of the house. Yes. So suite two, it's kind of got a, it does have its own bathroom. So that would be a guest bedroom, Mm -hmm. I would say. Yeah, I would say so too. Uh, Although a lot of people are doing a double master, it could act as that also. So that's really a guest home. And then uh, it looks like they got a bonus room option over the garage. Yep. It's another 483 another square bedroom. feet. Yep, there's a bathroom up there, too. And then they got an optional suite, two. Let's see, where's that at? Oh, on the upstairs you're talking about? I don't know if that's upstairs. Uh, suite two. Okay, so it's just a totally, oh, it's handicap accessible. So maybe your uh, suite two could be for your mother-in-law, father-in-law. Uh, but I don't know if you could see over here on suite two how they got that little dotted circle. Yes, I do. I see. That's the five-foot area you need to turn a wheelchair around. That that's kind of a a sign that it's wheel wheelchair accessible. Oh, okay. So when you hand this packet to me, do you go over all those little? Yeah. Yep. 
idiosyncrasies? We do. And uh, if you want to be handicap accessible, like I say, we do the same thing. Even if you come up with your own design, we can make sure. Uh, it's not like the whole bathroom has to be big. You just need an area in the bathroom where you can turn around. When I look at the, uh, the home that's uh, 2,200 square feet, the first thing I see, the thing that stands out to me, is the kitchen, the dining, and the great room are all married to each other. They are. So and that means entertainment to me. Entertaining and open. Yep. And if you look in the kitchen, they got the tray ceiling yep. above the island. The great room has a huge fireplace with a huge mantle. It's kind of archy. There's windows next to it, too, next to the fireplace. There is. Looks like there's, that's a great view to the out, outdoors. Yeah. When, when you come in from the front door, too, there's also like a tray ceiling with an archy opening going into the great room. And there's a sunroom. Is that sunroom optional? Do you have to have that sunroom? You don't have to have it. I mean, all these things to me are optional because we're custom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's pretty nice because that sunroom you can get to from the great room or the owner suite. So it's a good place for coffee or whatever. And it also looks like there's a, a sliding glass door that goes to the covered porch also, mm-hmm. which butts up to the great room. Tell me about the master uh, owner suite. Owners, so that's got the double, no, that's a coffer ceiling there. Um, when you say coffer ceiling, what do you mean by coffer ceiling? So the tray ceiling goes up in the uh, trusses, so it makes your ceiling feel taller, and it goes straight up, where a coffer goes at an angle, like a 45-degree angle, but it still goes up, and it also makes your ceiling look taller. And, of course, if you want to do anything where you want to put... Uh, like to accentuate the ceiling, you can do that too. Yeah, and usually with a with a coffer, you're doing can lights at the highest point of it that shine down. With the tray, a lot of times they do crown mold, and then they put rope light in that that illuminates the ceiling. You know what I would also like to do What's as that? a guy? Yeah, I'm sure my wife would be cool with this because we would probably want to put some kind of stereo system. Yeah, throughout the house. Yeah, Sonos is a big. It, it goes throughout the whole house. That's uh, that's pretty popular. A do you do a lot of a lot of that? We do. Yeah, yeah. All of our electricians. Uh, we got. We also got some contractors. Low low uh, data, low amp uh, electricians that do all the sound rooms and alarms. And if you want Sonos throughout the house, which is pretty cool because you operate everything with an iPad. Oh, you can so, do it all just oh, right there. Oh yeah. There's yeah. an app for that. Well then, Alexa's intertwined with it too she can be like hey alexa turn it to whatever station you want so it's just pretty cool that's perfect that's right up my alley there's more options here there's a 2700 square foot home there's also another one that's 2400 square feet and that one i'm a big fan of the 2400 square foot home yeah if you like uh i don't know if we went over this in some of the we might have done it in the last podcast about the colors of the rooms and yellow being entertaining areas. Just look how much yellow there is. Ah, uh, yeah. For there's, Claire. There's a ton. And then you got blue. It takes up most of the home. Yeah, blues, relaxing areas. Green or flex, so it could be kind of anything. And then orange is storage. There's, there's even a lot of storage for Claire. I, I do see a lot of storage. Yeah. There's an awful lot of storage. There is. Well, you can never have too much. Uh, I think it's the number one forgotten thing in a home when people are building them is 
closets, people feel like they're a waste of space, but where do you put everything? If you don't have closets and it ends up in the garage or the basement, you know, which is pretty cluttered. <laughs> <laughs> that so, can that can become a clutter situation. Yeah, but yes. I'm, I'm amazed at the yellow on Claire for the entertaining areas. And is that what your your home is? A lot of a lot of open yep. entertaining outside, inside. Yeah, our nice. whole. Uh, let's see, we got a hearth room, kind of a breakfast area, great room. All that is combined with the kitchen. And uh, I guess there's stairs. It's the only thing blocking us off is our stairs. And then we got a huge deck outside with a pool that all comes out of the breakfast room area, hmm. great room area. And you use every inch, don't you? We, we pretty much do. So all our kids, uh, we got three kids, and they're all upstairs. So really, I mean, we use every inch of our house. Uh, we did uh, eventually finish the basement, which the kids use that obviously when we're entertaining so they're all downstairs we're all upstairs it works out very well hmm. so and do you find that you, your kids are older do you are. find your kids like to use your home as their home base do they have their friends over too they they use that space as well they do yep uh, they have their own little parties they all seem to be downstairs though which is good for me <laughs> yep but uh and then in, in the pool also so so you're getting your bang for your buck out of that oh yeah No doubt. We definitely enjoy our house. It really fit our family well. And when you finally get a house that fits your family, like, you really appreciate it. You know, it's not not that, oh, I got enough bedrooms for everybody. This really fits the way we live. Uh, It's a good feeling. The question that I have on the Claire build, Mm -hmm. what is the most popular build out of all these versions, because I, I think there's what four of them. Yeah, I mean, if you there's there's more than four. There's just four that we're looking at here. But yeah. you, you see how uh, a lot of hip roofs, tall tall roofs. There's some gables thrown in. Mm-hmm. A lot of stone brick. I mean, if you just look at their garage doors, I mean, they're probably the most expensive garage doors you can get. You know. Uh, well, and the thing that I cannot stand about homes mm-hmm. is. You'll look at the home, and the garage is too big. Yeah. It takes up most of the space in the home. Right. So that's where people go to a side entry, so it doesn't look like that. Uh, And to me, it just looks like um, the home is not as big as it should. Yeah. It's a lot of of garage. Don't get me wrong. I like a big garage, but I want more space in my home, too. Right. So how do you combat that? Like I said, the side entry. Yeah. Or... What their people are doing is spending more money on their garage door so it looks nice. So the front entry is the cheapest way to do a garage because if you do a side entry, you got more, you know, if, if your lot's level, you got more driveway costs. You know what I mean? And if you're not, if your lot is not level, sometimes you got to do a retaining wall in order to get that driveway on the side of the house, achieve that so it's level. And, and all we say is if you got a front entry garage, you don't like looking at garage, just, you know, spend a little more on your garage door. I mean, they got wood grain. Uh, it's metal, but it looks wood grain. They've got like a, a craftsman style door. They've got all different kinds of doors you can get that, that'll match the house and look great. So, but really, if you look at Claire, most of these are side entry. So Claire doesn't necessarily like to look at garage doors either. No. <laughs> she likes the elegance. If she's going to yeah. get a garage door, she's not going to, you know, skimp on any 
in, on anything. She's going to spend the money. Yeah, and then like a standard roof is like a 612 pitch. So When you say 612 pitch, what do you mean specifically? So if you that? had a level and you put it on a roof and it was a one-foot level and you got that level level and then you measured down, it would be six inches down. If it's a 1012, you get you know your level out there and mm-hmm. you measure down, it's 10 inches down. So it's six inches per foot of drop. Uh, and depending on how wide the house is, you know, six inches every foot, that, that's how tall your, your ridge ends up being. Uh, but you can see like on all these houses, no matter what, they're at least a 10 to, to a 12, 12 roof. And, and there's a lot of hips too, but that, that's what makes it look classy. That's what stuff that Claire likes. Yes. So. And as long as Claire is happy, that's then, right. then Bob or, or Tom or Joe yeah. is happy, right? Yeah, that's right. So next is uh, Maggie in the women-centric homes. Okay. She's got the casual work-life balance, function over form, spontaneous. She's activity-driven. So it sounds like she likes to... Oh, here we go. It says she views her home as a uh, refueling spot. So she she recharges. But we were talking earlier before the podcast, and you said she's one of those. It's like she's got her bags packed already. She's ready to go. That's right. So a lot of times you'll see uh, with her that it, they call it a travel room, but it, it's a place where you know you can have your bags packed, basically. If you said, hey, let's go to Florida She's just pulling her suitcase out of the closet. It's already packed, ready to go. So, And the home is the ultimate open concept where it looks like her home is your home. Right. Right? Yep. And then, she, like you said, she's really uh, fun- functional over form, so she's not about all the looks. Uh, it's got to work. You know what I mean? And then uh, work-life balance, like she's more in her element at home. You know, I mean, that's that's the place that she wants to be. She feels comfortable. Anyway, it's very important for her. Uh, she's not really an entertainer, although she she would entertain. But uh, she's more sports oriented type personality. So she loves going to the ball game, football game, in, any kind of sports. And a lot of times, there's an outdoor, like an outdoor closet i would say or outdoor storage that she can put all her sports equipment in right uh and it, it's not cluttering up the garage and stuff I and mean, when she's outside playing like she's she's a big camper you know she likes camping anything outdoors very free-spirited she would also either be driving a harley or on the back of a harley like i say she just likes to have fun and, and she's got a spot for her harley too she does so she still likes to entertain so um you know her, her it, like I said with these these pictures. When you look at the packet, everything's open concept. There's no secrets. She looks like she likes to entertain outside as well. That's right. And sport wise, you know what I mean. Like she would have uh, her her lots probably level so they could play soccer or mm-hmm. you know badminton or like when she's in volleyball. She's really in her uh, volleyball, right? She's in her element in the situation. Plenty of room to throw the baseball around or football. Yeah. Uh, what about the decor? The decor is not elegant. The decor... Uh, it's nice. It's nice, though. But... It's not Victorian-esque. If, if you had uh, something that... I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, let's say uh, a refrigerator that uh, worked well, had a big ice tray, 
and costs less, she's going to pick that over one that looks good, maybe has a small ice tray. Um, so she's practical. Definitely practical. I mean, I, I guess that's the best way to explain her. It's not about the looks. It's It's got a function, you know, for what she needs. And she don't really care what it looks like as long as it works well for her. Let's talk about some of the, the, the decor in the kitchen area. Okay. Low maintenance for Micah works well, as does quartz. Some of them may cross over. Maybe she likes granite as well. What do you see as the most popular decor, though, in the kitchen area? Just simplistic, I guess. She, she's probably not too big on, like, a gourmet kitchen. You know what I mean? So she doesn't want necessarily stainless. She likes... Technically, if it works, that's really all she cares about. And for Micah... You know, ever since granite and quartz and all that stuff came out, you, you don't see it very much. But for her, it works. So she would be happy with it, with the Formica. There's so many different colors of Formica. You can make it look like quartz and I was just going to say, you can. It's definitely cost-effective, and uh, there, there's really nothing wrong with it. I don't know. I know when I was growing up, that's what we had. Uh, that's actually what I have at my house now. Yeah. And uh, we got the color that went with the cabinets and... Man, it's been great. So, what kind of cabinets does she usually like? More like the shaker style, because they're kind of simple looking. So, what's the shaker style look so like? So, it's it's uh, kind of a flat panel, but the outside perimeter has, I guess you'd say, like a one by four around it. Uh, it's a pretty clean, simple look. What color is it? It could be any color. Uh, I think right now, white and grays. Yeah, my wife really likes white. But I'm a, I like wood. You know what I mean? I'm a, I like. You know, just a wood look, mm-hmm. uh, not not uh, oak. At this point, oak's out. It'll be back. You yeah, know. it'll come back. You know, things uh, go out and then come back. But, uh, you know, like the reddish uh, cherry kind of color look. And then I've always loved walnut, like darker stained stuff. But white, gray, and the cream are still number one sellers right now. White will go out of style. It will. I'm it sure, did. yeah. It was really big in the early 90s, yeah. and then it went out 10 years later, and here we are 20, 30 years later, it's Wind back. Again. Yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> so, like, walls right now are gray. They were tan. It'll be tan again, and then gray again. So, <laughs> What uh, else stands out about Maggie to you? I think the one, one thing I've noticed about Maggie, she's a little little indecisive i guess so if you gave her a bunch of options she's gonna like them all oh really yeah so she's because she's pretty easy going like as long as it works she's she's okay you know what i mean so one thing you notice there's a lot of blue too which are relaxing areas on our floor plans and that's because she's in her element when she's home like when, when she gets there and winds down that this is really what makes her feel good and, and gets her emotions going so you're more likely to put in a bathtub in these type of homes well yeah i think uh you know i never thought of it that way i guess uh i i just think some people take baths and some don't right you know what i mean so that's the question we ask well i have a really close friend his wife she is all about like she schedules her night around the bath time yeah because it's a huge uh stress eliminator for her I've, I've even like 
called her yeah. <laughs> while she's in the bathtub. Yeah, so you interrupted her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> well, she answered. So <laughs> Yeah, she did. Yeah, that's true. But, that's uh, true. Yeah, we just asked the question, do you take baths? Because, you know, a lot of people are, now are just doing a bigger shower. Like, if they don't take baths. Uh, but to some people, that, that's their de-stressor. And that, that's, uh, they wouldn't have a house without one. So... I, I never tried to look at it as Maggie, Claire, Margo, or Elise. Uh, maybe I should look at it that way. But I would think Maggie would want a bath most of the time. Seems like it. Because she likes to de-stress. And then what's the average? Um, so for, for, okay, we're talking about Maggie now. Let's, let's think about Maggie. What's the average amount of bedrooms in a Maggie-style home? I think... I don't know about Maggie. I mean, the average, I would say three is probably most common. Seems to be. Uh, we've had people just do a one-bedroom, and we've uh, steered them against it because of resale. But that doesn't mean you can't plan like you have an office or a library that could quickly be you know, converted into a bedroom for resale purposes. But uh, two bedrooms is fine, but most people are looking for three bedrooms. So. Yeah. Because they got the 2.5 kids. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, you can also put bedrooms in basements. I know. So that's an unfor- uh, it's, it's kind of a forgotten part of the house that you can, like on a ranch, if you got 1,700 square foot, you got 1,700 square foot in the basement. So you can double the size of your house with the basement. Uh, you know, bedroom-wise, too, other than going up and down steps. I mean, it's a great place for bedrooms. Do you notice most people are finishing their basements when they build with you? They want to, but they usually don't. Because the finish, it, like for us to frame it and get drywall and electric, it's, it's not a crazy amount. But then it's like the finishes is what kind of puts you over the top. Basements are kind of weird because, like, have you ever heard somebody say, well, I'm going to sell my house, but I want to finish my basement first? I recommend against that. Because the way you finish the basement may not be how the new buyer wants the basement, and it could cost you a sale. Not only that, you're spending a lot of money down there. Are you going to get it back? Probably not. You know. That's true. So, anyway, I just see the basement, from my experience, as another form of entertaining. Me too. So, uh, like in our basement, we got a a projection TV. So the TV's pretty big. So it's good for sporting events and stuff like that. But, I mean, we're seeing all kinds of neat stuff people are doing, like bars and really, really making them nice, you know what I mean? But if you think about a bar situation, now you got kitchen upstairs and downstairs. So, you know, there's usually a bathroom, maybe a half bathroom and a bathroom. So when you got kitchens and bathrooms, them are the most expensive rooms in the house. And, like, per square foot, they're definitely the most expensive. By you know, like far. Bedrooms aren't much. I mean, it's walls and drywall and lights and receptacles you know but kitchens and when you get more lighting that, and you get plumbing where, that's where the bathrooms uh or the basement price goes way up when you go to finishing uh mostly because of bathrooms and bars and kitchens and some people want a full second kitchen down there so yeah like a mother-in-law suite yeah so yeah. like a claire she wants to entertain everywhere in the house so she's probably got two full kitchens one upstairs one downstairs you know where 
you get a Maggie, and she's like, well, I got one upstairs. What do I need one downstairs yeah, she, for? She doesn't yeah. need that. What, I can't walk down the stairs with a plate of food? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she's very practical. Yeah, she is. Uh, and I, I think the biggest thing about her, she's spontaneous, and then you don't want to give her a lot of options because she's going to like them all. Mm. You know, so you just you want to you want to present the best option for the money for her, and then she'll be happy. So and that's that's the key is keeping yeah. keeping her happy. Well, here here's something funny, and we've kind of talked about all four of the personalities now, and what we're trying to do is get the woman more in the forefront of the house design uh well the guy feels a little kind of like he's left out you know what i mean but we already kind of know we just need a tv in a garage and we're happy you know what i mean that's true tv garage or the basement yeah we'll make sure the guy gets that you know what i mean so we're we're usually pretty simple but i've had guys take the test now they're telling me that don't work i don't know if it works it obviously puts you one of the four personalities but the object of this is uh, how the woman lives in a house and, and works in the house. You know, the guy, I mean, I mean, some cases they do the dishes and, and, and cook the food. So if, if the guy cooks the food, then, yeah, we want your input on the kitchen. Yeah, but absolutely. if you're not cooking food in the kitchen, let her make that decision. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm more of a, I, I'll grill. I'll yeah, use my right. smoker or yeah, I'll use my kitchen. Weber grill. Yeah, yeah. outdoor kitchen. So, uh but yeah, I mean that it, it's not to alienate the guy, but uh, it is so that the well, you heard the saying, "If uh, happy wife, happy life." It's true. Absolutely, and I live by that. Yeah. If, if a woman walks in the house that fits the male, she's not happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Most so, of the time, yeah. Uh, anyway, we're we're trying to take their thoughts and, and the way they live in their house into consideration, and then. We got four personalities here that are different, and you can see how, just from us talking in this podcast, how uh, how different a Claire house would be from a Maggie house. They're dramatically different. Now, Elise and Claire are very similar. Uh, the difference between the two, in my opinion, is Claire don't care if it works or not. She wants it to look good, where Elise not only wants it to look good. She wants it to it's, work. It's got a function, too. So um, Yeah. And then uh, Margot... Like I said, she she is just wants to be different. You know what I mean? She don't want anything anybody else has. It's got to be a little bit different. Unique, Unique. custom, yeah. everything. Yeah, which really fits which our you, custom. And you can do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's right up your alley. It is. It's, it's what we love to do. I really like how you have the four different personality options. But then on top of that, I can come in and I can say, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. And you can say, I can do that. That's the biggest difference yeah. in custom home building to track home building. Yeah, so imagine getting exactly what you want. That's building custom. Yeah, that it's, makes everything it, unique. Yeah, custom isn't, I got five plans, pick one, and then you can customize it. That's not custom to me. Custom is, let's start from scratch. This is what I want. You know, this is where I want it. And you these know? are simply just ideas Yep. Things that can get your brain going. Pretty much. And then, like, these four plans here may not be perfect for that personality, but what makes it perfect? Another bedroom? You know, whatever makes it perfect for that customer, we can do it. For me, it would be a, another bedroom. Another bedroom. Yeah, I and, would just ask you to add another bedroom. And I'd say, where do you think you might want that bedroom? You know what I mean? 
and it's, it's that simple. And you're not telling me it has to go here. You're telling me. I might. Like if you have it on the other side of the garage where you got to walk through the garage to get to it. Yeah. That's maybe you want it that way for some reason. <laughs> but, yeah, I would say something. I mean, you don't want to do something weird, you know. But No, I would probably want my, like, the master bedroom to be on one side of the house, kid's bedroom on the other. That's Give them their popular. privacy. So it, that's another thing we know. And I don't have to hear their music playing. There's, there's people that want to be by their kids, and there's people that don't want to be by their kids. So, I don't need to. Yeah, and for me, uh, I think most of the time, the master bedroom is on one side, and kids are on the other with the entertaining area in between. Uh, that's usually what happens, but then you got you got parents that they want their kids all in the same on the whole same side of the house, the other side's all the entertaining area. Uh, that's a preference too. And really, when we're looking at designs, we ask that question. That that's a big one because it's two different types of houses, really. Dramatically. And then, like in our case, at our house, all our kids are upstairs and our bedrooms downstairs. So we're really, except for our bedroom, all entertaining area on the first floor, and all the kids are upstairs. So that's similar to having the kids on one side and master on the other so it's a similar thing so the, the difference is if if I was if I had all the kids bedrooms downstairs my footprint would be bigger of, of the foundation instead I went up it's a little cheaper when you build up versus out you know what I mean absolutely uh, there's going to be a big difference there yeah so on the next podcast we're going to talk to some customers of yours Somebody who can give us proof of performance on what you've done for them in the past and what makes their home unique. What, are they happy? Yeah. I certainly hope so. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to get to know them, and hopefully it'll give a peek into, a little further peek into what you can do for new customers. Yeah, I think it'd be great because it'd give the customer side of view of what, what they go through in building a home. So we always preach it's stressful. Like we tell them that, you know what I mean? So they're expecting that. At least but you're upfront about yeah, it. Yeah, at the end of it, uh, we hope they're happy, and 90% of the time they are. We're going to find out. Yeah, that's right. And uh, anyway, it, that'll be exciting. Until next time, everybody. HomeSource Custom Homes has delivered excellence in custom home building for nearly four decades. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is a presentation of AO Creative and JM Talent Productions.